0: What's going on everybody? It is your boy the Wrestling Encyclopedia, Mr. Keith White. Before we start the show, I need to tell you that this episode deals with the Major League Wrestling uh lawsuit against the WWE, which is current events, current news. Well, while we recorded the episode, afterwards even more news broke out. So, it involves Tubi, the streaming service Tubi, it involves Vice TV, it involves Stephanie McMahon. So, The best thing we can do for you is we're going to attach in our show notes an article for you to read and catch up with the latest news on Major League Wrestling suing the WWE for antitrust law violation. This is some crazy stuff. We're in the thick of it right now, and we're going to be here with you for this. So once again, check out our show notes for more details after you listen to our first reaction on the lawsuit.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Mixed Tag. It's your man, the Cowboy, Jared Watson here, alongside the Wrestling Encyclopedia, three-time, three-time, three-time Indian Leg Wrestling Champion. Mr. Keith White, Keith, Encyclopedia Champ, how's it going?
0: I'm at a loss for words today because you are recording without a shirt on, and uh, this is definitely an audio podcast so
1: it's like that for a reason okay if we ever decide to go both audio and video then maybe i'll dress up maybe but for you you know you gotta see the hairy chest the manliness you you just need it man
0: you're you're just oozing machismo i guess uh man you know we i guess this is a i wish we had a a, a sponsor for like a testosterone supplement because this would be a great segue of talking about how much of a man you are versus me uh jared (laughs) I know that you hate surprises. You, you love you love having notice. You hate last minute things. You don't like to be in the dark. So, Jared, I'm going to tell you something right now, okay? Let's do it. This Monday, this Monday, I was on a show on YouTube. I was on the Monday Night Huddle with Matt Brown, and I was plugging Mixed Tag. I actually had nice things to say about you. I take them all back now. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I just want to go ahead and say right now for... Uh, For Matt, thank you for having me on the show. It was a blast. And he asked me to listen to the White Stripes version of Jolene cover from Dolly Parton and give it a listen again. And so I'm telling him right now and the audience here for the tag gang uh, that it's not as bad as I thought it was. Um, He had me do a segment where something was either awesome or it sucked, Uh, according to him. And I got 1.5 correct out of the, the <laughs> options that he thinks sucked versus what I thought was awesome. It was a uh, it was a rough go, uh, but I also <laughs> promised him. Just so you know, uh, he will be a Jeopardy contestant at one yes. point for our show. So uh, awesome, yeah. So he he's gonna get that opportunity. We just got to figure out when and where. And I think he'll he'll be a, a welcome addition. That that man knows, especially his old school wrestling. He really knows. You think, I, you think I know old school like he knows old school. And we got into, you know, how we started the podcast and the Wrestling Encyclopedia name and all these things. So it was just a good time, and I was happy to be a part of that. So thank you again, Matt Brown. Uh, on Mondays, everyone can check him out, the Monday Night Huddle. Uh, they do all kinds of stuff. Uh, they open up, you know, different collector card packs. Uh, this past week he gave away – uh, some wrestling pictures, autographed wrestler pictures. So it's just a cool show, and I think people should check it out.
1: Definitely, definitely. That was a surprise, Keith. I'm glad, and that was actually a good surprise. We're going to have him on Jeopardy now. That's awesome. Uh, he'll be facing our defending champion, Chris Sly, uh, coming up in the next few weeks. We're trying to get an episode of Jeopardy in uh, before uh, the 1st of February. So hopefully he can come on and do it then. Uh, we got a big... Rest of the month, Keith, I want to give our tagging listeners a preview of kind of what's going to happen over the next rest of the month. Um, We're doing this show. We got a lot to talk about today, including some MLW, Impact WWE stuff. Uh, Next week, hopefully, with all things, you know, getting planned out, everyone's favorite Floridian villain will be back on our show to give us his top five 2022 AEW predictions And some other things. Will he make some cuts to the roster? Maybe. You know who we're talking about. Cam Manning. He will be back uh, before the end of the month. And like I said, hopefully we'll get some Jeopardy going. Keith, stacked rest of the month. Stacked episode. I want to have a few talking points before we get into the big topics. Last week, I forgot to mention somebody who really deserves our praise. um, Because he's worked his behind off over the last few months. And that's Braun Breaker. Uh, of course, the son of Rick Steiner, he is in NXT, and he is now the NXT World Champion. Beat, no, uh, oh, who did he beat? I can't, I can't even watch uh, NXT. To,
0: to, it's Tommaso Ciampa. Tommaso he, Ciampa, that's right. Who, who uh, by the way, is a, an NXT mainstay. You know, yeah. like, this this guy is Mister NXT, and um, it's it's impressive that he got the win. It's impressive, like they've really put the rocket ship on him in terms of that brand. So, you know, just last year, in fact, it's funny, man, I think just like, like last year, uh, with the rave Baltimore Ravens minicamp, I was getting an email saying, Hey, you can't interview, uh, you know, Bronson and Steiner. Sorry. He has been getting all kinds of interview requests for pro wrestling podcasts, and he wants to focus on becoming a Baltimore Raven. So, uh, that didn't pan out. Of course, uh, I wish it had, cause that's my team. And I knew he could have done wrestling later down the line, but wrestling has come early for him. Braun Breaker, congratulations, XT champion.
1: Awesome moment. Awesome guy. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa actually came up to him after the match and said, congrats, kid. It's your time to shine. Went over to Rick and gave him a hug too. Uh, he was in the audience, of course, for his son's big match. That was awesome. Another shout out to the one and only Tony Schiavone, He's getting a two year contract extension with AEW. He is the man. We know he's, of course, back from WCW days in the 90s, um, working his way back into the picture with AEW over the last few years. Great Hall of Fame worthy voice. Awesome dude. Fun guy to be around here from. I love his reactions to wrestlers, like for MJF, especially how he can't stand MJF and how he loves Dr. Britt Baker. Um, Awesome guy, awesome voice of wrestling. He will be with AEW for the next two years at least. So congrats, Tony. And one final uh, little shout-out here. We want to send our thoughts and prayers to both Ray Phoenix and Jake Atlas. Both of them got seriously injured on uh, last week's tapings of AEW, both for Dynamite and Rampage. Thankfully, I hear they're both doing okay and they were both on the road to recovery. So thoughts of prayers, ground to those two guys, because those were some nasty injuries. And you hate to see it, Keith, because although we love seeing these guys put their bodies on the line, they're doing just that, right? They're putting their bodies on the line. And these injuries and, you know, chance things can happen at any time.
0: Mm-hmm. It was uh, especially that Ray Phoenix, the Ray Phoenix injury was trending, uh, you know, afterwards. So, you know, it was really gnarly, really rough. Uh, and it kind of, Unfortunately took away from Jurassic express's moment becoming the tag team champions of the world. yes, so uh congrats to them as well we were we were excited for that um but yeah hope hopefully those two guys heal up real quick real soon. um yeah,
1: yeah they like you said, trending it was it was gnarly. Uh, watch at your own risk if you haven't seen it, maybe you should not see it. It was pretty bad. Thankfully, they're both on recovery, him and Jake Atlas. And Jake just signed with AEW, too. So best wishes best wishes to those two. All right, Keith, let's finally, after almost eight minutes, get into our actual meat of our show this week. Um, last night, we were surprised with an email from a certain company that Keith really enjoys. And that is MLW, Major League Wrestling. And here's what it was titled, if you all didn't see it. MLW files antitrust lawsuit against WWE wow who would have thought and I thought it was a spam email at first I'm not gonna lie I didn't think it was real but for the tagging listeners who didn't know this happened didn't get the email I'm gonna read this to you and I'm gonna try to make it as quickly as possible so here we go professional wrestling company major league wrestling MLW and MLW media filed a lawsuit today against World Wrestling Entertainment, Inc., the WWE. The federal court antitrust lawsuit is based on WWE's ongoing attempts to undermine competition in and monopolize the professional wrestling market by interfering with MLW's contracts and business prospects. As described in the complaint, WWE pressured third parties to abandon contracts and prospective relationships with MLW. WWE's misconduct included disrupting every level of MLW's business, including a major streaming deal for MLW, which would have been transformative for the company. MLW also alleged in the complaint that in early 2021, after MLW announced that it was in talks with Vice TV to air MLW programs on Vice TV, a then-WWE executive warned Vice TV that WWE owner Vince McMahon was, quote, pissed that Vice TV was airing MLW programs and that Vice TV should stop working with MLW. The Vice TV ex- executive responded that WWE's conduct was illegal and, and an antitrust violation, with the WWE executive responding that she could not control McMahon.
0: Yeah, Jared, and here's a quote from Court Bauer, actually. WWE has been wrongfully depriving its competitors of critical opportunities for many years, but its latest conduct has been even more unconscionable. I think we speak for the rest of the professional wrestling world when we say that this anti-competitive behavior has to stop. WWE's ongoing misconduct has hurt professional wrestling and competition in the professional wrestling industry. Through this lawsuit, MLW seeks to recover its losses due to WWE's interference and enjoin WWE from future interference. The case is captioned MLW Media LLC versus World Wrestling Federation. Sorry, Entertainment, (laughs) I-N-C. And then MLW is represented by Kasowitz, Benson, Torres, LLP. So, Jared, that is a lot to unpack, man.
1: It is. Who would have thought that Major League Wrestling was the biggest threat to WWE, the top wrestling company in the world? We we would have thought this would be something maybe AEW would have done Um, back in the day, maybe TNA, Impact era thing. But we'll get into their relationship a little bit later. Keith, this kind of took me by surprise. MLW, is it the biggest, right? They're, they're finally getting that TV deal. Um, they have, of course, the YouTube shows every Wednesday. Uh, what are your initial takes on this? Because this is a lot to unpack, like you said.
0: So this this is a situation where a lot we we're missing a lot of information. So I feel like other things must have been done for them to make this drastic of a move. You know this is not a cease and desist. This is this is an actual lawsuit, antitrust lawsuit. Very big, very powerful. Uh, You know, and WWE has has a history back when it was WWF. um, Vince McMahon with the NWA uh, had closed circuit deals to air his um, you know before pay per views, and uh, you know there's a whole situation, man, with like Survivor Series and the counter programming, you know, of Clash of the Champions. All these things where WWF would pressure companies around the nation to not have NWA programming. So, you know, in his quest to take over the pro wrestling landscape, he has been doing these kinds of things for years. So, and I'm, I'm interested to, I want more details because when you first read this, you're like, okay, that's going to get thrown out. Uh, you know, you're looking at he almost hearsay he say he said she said who do they have evidence of these things actually being said or is this just anecdotal I'm curious I want more details but this is the first what I think to be major legal action taken by WWE probably in a long time maybe even since the steroid trial
1: yeah for sure uh, we haven't seen something like this in a very long time um kind of took me by surprise I did not know that WWE and MLW were having kind of this butting head uh, conflict until last night when I was reading this. You know, it's something that I personally haven't really seen or focused on. I didn't know that Vince, according to this, was pissed at Vice TV for airing MLW programs. I guess he saw them as serious competition. Um, You know, and you know, Vince, when when something's in his way, he's going to try to plow through it. And, or, or take it over as he did with WCW. I'm shocked by this that MLW is even doing this and has the gonads to even consider it, knowing that WWE is probably going to win either way.
0: Well, I mean, you look at it, like there's almost no such thing as bad publicity for MLW. Sure. Yes, And this makes them look like the plucky underdog who's been, uh, you know you know, taken advantage of and railroaded. Um, So I feel like there's no losing in MLW's eyes. They could lose a lawsuit, but you know, people are talking about them right now. So that could lead to more eyeballs on MLW, especially. I mean, they do have a big show coming up in Dallas on the 21st that they've been hyping up. So, yeah. You know, yeah.
1: well, it seems like court Bauer is trying to be one upping, tony khan right now and we all know tony khan has had a rocky relationship with wwe as well and he's been a very you know outgoing critic of some of the things they've done over the past few years but court bauer's going for the neck man he's going after vince he's going after the company and yeah like you said if it gets him the publicity and and the fact it makes him look like an underdog going and finally standing up to the big bad bully then shoot, go for it, I mean, I'm glad glad you have the, the nuts to do it, but it's just, I thought it was out of the blue, strange, like I said, I thought it was a spam email at first when we got it on our mixtag uh, Gmail here, but very shocked to see it, but we'll see how it plays out, and of course, when Sean Ross Sap posts something about it on Twitter, it's for real, and that's how I got the confirmation about it, so we'll see where this goes, Keith. Uh, Interesting, because that is a company that you love to watch. Um, So interesting to hear and see that last night.
0: Yeah, I am, you know, you know, I'm a big fan of major league wrestling ever since they came back. But honestly, even back when they first started in the early two thousands, the, the spiritual successor to ECW um, court Bauer actually worked for the WWF. So he understands the inner workings and he understands Vince McMahon. So, It's just going to be an interesting situation to see how this pans out.
1: Yep. And it seems like almost every company is either neutral with WWE or doesn't really like WWE, except that one company is seeming to be teaming up with WWE. Who is that company? We will talk about it after this short break right here on Mixtag. You don't want to miss it
0: all right tag gang listen up if you have a business you need a website what's the best way to get a website up and running choose a website hosting company that makes it simple like pair networks has over 20 years of experience managing the entire digital ecosystem for thousands of online businesses all around the world Pair makes it easy for you with do-it-yourself website building tools and features, including simple drag-and-drop page design. And they have guaranteed U.S.-based support technicians ready to help you whenever you need it, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Right now, when you sign up with Pair Networks, you'll receive one free month of web hosting. See for yourself how easy it is to build your website for free. Visit pair.com slash free to get your first month of website hosting for free by using the code QUICKSTART. That's pair.com slash free promo code QUICKSTART to get started today. Q-U-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T. That's pair.com slash free promo code QUICKSTART to get started today
1: ladies and gentlemen this is former nwa champion tim storm
0: what's up everybody this is adam rake of nfl fantasy live this is mlw superstar the bone collector Dominic greeny and you are listening you are listening you are listening to mixed tag the mixed tag to mixed tag the greatest wrestling podcast in the history of the world don't miss this this is the real deal
1: All right, we are back here on Mixed Tag. Uh, Before the break, we were talking about a company having a mutual relationship with the WWE. Who could it be? Well, it's not AEW. It's obviously not MLW with the lawsuit we just talked about. It's Impact. Impact Wrestling is having a little bit of a relationship with WWE over the past couple weeks, including having the Knockouts champion, Mickie James. Entering the Royal Rumble, people were, you know, so surprised seeing this uh, when they announced it on Monday Night Raw a few weeks ago. Um, Now Moose, a top guy in in Impact, is calling out Roman Reigns on Twitter, Keith. This is insanity. I I, I thought AEW and Impact were were working together, Keith. What's happening here? Did they ruin themselves? Did they shoot themselves in the foot? Did AEW uh, with working with
0: Impact? Well, I mean, that relationship, it kind of ended from what I've seen, you know, after Kenny Omega let, lost the, uh, the championship, I haven't seen much of it since, but if you think about it, I mean, you know, impact, first of all, we have to remember a couple things. Impact has worked with WWE before. Like we joke, we joke about the forbidden door and as Cam now calls it the forever door. Right, the forever door—that's what Cam calls it, uh, which is probably what we're going to call it from now on. But um, they've worked with them before in different ways. Uh, when they needed, um, they needed Sting for the Hall of Fame for TNA, and they also had the swap with Christian Cage to appear on their programming. Um, so you know they, they've had a, a, a relationship before. That door has been opened in a way, but not to this extent. Uh, it was really cool to hear Pat McAfee actually say the knockout women's champion, you know, Mickey James and actually talk about it. It's cool that the fences could be mended after Mickey James had that really unceremoniously uh, awful departure from WWE with the trash bag situation. So fences seem to be mended on that. And I mean, but business is business when you get down to it, this is really, this is good for impact. I, I, The only, the only way it benefits WWE is it helps them because they don't have a lot of women on the roster to actually have the Royal rumble. So, you know, they've, they've had a lot of cuts, so they got to kind of go back to the well and and grab some legends and other areas. So this is good for impact overall. Uh, You know, I don't know how it's going to translate in ratings or exposure, but, but like we just talked about, no publicity is bad publicity. So it's just a win overall for impact the tricky thing is how are they going to make impact look because WWE well, it was the F, WWF they've done they actually did two um two angles of forbidden door um style you know i don't want to call them invasions but um cross promotional opportunities uh they did ECW and then they also did the NWA The NWA, the East W1 was, I thought they did a pretty good job of trying to make them look like, you know, on more even ground. But the NWA was a horrible, horribly executed situation. Uh, They brought them on TV in New Haven, Connecticut, without any warning. They did the Jeff Jarrett, oh, my boy, uh, versus Barry Windham, who at the time was in a uh, as mid or low-card tag team as you could get. Um,
1: Mid. (laughs) So, yeah, we're just coming up a lot more lately.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So Barry Windham versus Jeff Jarrett for the North American title, which, you know, nobody knew what it was. You and I, you know, had basically heard of it, uh, you know, down the line, but they brought in the, I guess like this NWA faction with Jim Cornette, but they had no build up to it. And they did it in a geographical region that doesn't care about the NWA or the history. So it went over, like a wet fart in church. And so, you know, it's a situation where nobody was going to win. It didn't benefit. And, and it it looked, it looked, and was presented horribly then. So let's hope that the uh, relationship here is a little bit better. And if you think about it too, looking back, what they did with, uh, you know, with impact and AEW, they made Kenny Omega look really strong and, Don Callis looked really strong working with him, but the perception was that AEW was better than Impact because an uh, an AEW star then beat Kenny Omega for the Impact World Championship. So, and yes, it was defended on AEW Dynamite, which is cool. But but what is the perception? Do we even care anymore? If we broken down that fourth wall, I can't sit there and say for sure. I just know that right now, Impact is going to make out better. For having this relationship with WWE, but something that you and I never thought we'd see.
1: Yeah, it certainly surprised me when they announced on Raw that Mickey James, you know, the Knockouts champ, would be in the Royal Rumble. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You have, you know, of course, you got Summer Ray. She wasn't in any wrestling promotion recently. She's coming back. The Bella Twins, of course, we thought they might retire after having children. They're going to be in the Rumble as well. But Mickey James, that was the big one. And of course, Mickey James has a huge history with WWE. She is a WWE Hall of Famer. Um, you know, it, it shocked me when I saw this and it shocked the whole Twitterverse, the wrestling community on Twitter. Um, TikTok was big on it. Um, but now Keith, we also have a situation where there was an a Ring of Honor invasion during Impact, uh during Impact's hard to kill pay-per-view. Mm-hmm where, you know, Willie Mack and Rich Swann were in the ring. And then Matt Taven, Mike Bennett, Maria Kanellis all came out. A couple others came out and invaded impact. So we're getting maybe an ROH kind of influence in there as well. And of course we got, you know, the rumors that the Briscoe brothers are going to be all elite sooner rather than later. Um, it's just interesting to see Keith, um, but it's it's good for Impact. I feel happy for them because I just feel like their relationship with AEW didn't work. It just didn't like, and like you said, it worked a little bit, I guess, because you got the, the 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 viewers of AEW going to Impact for a night to see Kenny Omega on Impact or Christian or whatever it was. But it seemed like Impact was getting hurt by it because all the AEW stars were winning their titles going over on their superstars. I hope that doesn't happen with WWE. And there's supposed to be a, a surprise. WWE wants a surprise male entrant in the rumble. And and that could be somebody from impact as well. Um, don't know who it could be. If I had to pick somebody, like I mentioned earlier, it would be Moose maybe because he talked about, you know, challenging Roman Reigns the head of the table. Um, interesting to see, but, um yeah and and then and and Keith uh Tom Phillips went to Impact and is now doing commentary for Impact as well um so you have these connections i just hope it works out and obviously we hope it's not a case where they're sending impact talent over there to make wwe talent look good you know what i mean i hope they have some competitiveness in that if if they are going to work past the royal rumble and beyond that um the the forbidden door is a hated term not only on this show in our community but in the wrestling world in general but it's so true all these companies are meshing together and working with one another and like we say all the time on this show there's no greater time to be a professional wrestling fan because you have these meshes these these cross promotion pay-per-views and, and, and appearances it's awesome for wrestling Good for impacts. I think we're gonna see a flux uh you know, a flux of talent coming in and out. It's gonna be great. I really hope they don't screw this one up. Um but exciting, exciting for impact. I'm so happy for them. Um just don't make make them look like the the little brother who always gets beat up. You know you mean that's like the, the thing.
0: You mean like the alliance with the invasion angle? Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> oh yes. Uh, And by the way, Jeff Jarrett, if you ever listen to our show, uh, which I doubt highly, um, you versus Keith White for the Indian Indian Leg Wrestling Championship—that would be legit.
0: He's he's back now, so like you know, yeah, yeah, I like that, and we could put it on Fight. Oh, that'd be great.
1: You know, put it on Fight TV.
0: Look, Fight—they have the Pillow Fighting Championships. Yes. Uh, so if they have that, I think there's room for Indian leg wrestling on Fight TV. I'm just saying. Um, yeah, Jeff, Jared, you know, uh, you are what you are and who you are and who you were and who you will be. You know, ain't you great? You know, calling me slap nuts, all those <laughs> things. Uh, but I will definitely, anytime, anywhere, you can catch these hams and we could do an Indian leg wrestling match for sure. I'm in. I'm all there in, Jared.
1: There we go. Keith is all in. Challenge out there for Jeff Jarrett. If you hear it, doubt you will, but it's out there. It's out there. You never know. But um, Keith, it's just a crazy, hectic week in wrestling. A uh, crazy time to be a fan of wrestling. Just, I'm so happy I'm back in the wrestling game and i have been for the last few years um and before we end the show it's this is not planned i didn't write a script for this um i just want to let the tagging know what an influence and how important that the wrestling encyclopedia keith white is to the success of this show um of course some of you know i've told the story before i've I took his podcasting course when I was at Delaware Tech. Um, he was the the course teacher. I thought I'd get along with him really well at first because we got along. We liked sports, bait. We talked baseball, football, everything. He said, "Hey, there's this new wrestling company. Did you know that's and it's coming on TV? It's called AEW. Uh, maybe maybe we can you know watch it uh, and then talk about it for a project and assignment." I was like, "Okay, sure." Did it? Loved it. Talked about it. Got him on a few of the assignment episodes grew a relationship. Um, we built this podcast from the ground up, uh, from a classroom assignment to a legit podcast with a legit fan base and a legit listenership. And it's all thanks really to him. He's the one who goes out and shoots his shot. As we like to say with people getting on this show and sponsors who want to be a part of our show. Um, it's really remarkable, and and the fact that he has two children, he has a loving wife, uh, he, he's a dad at heart, he's a dad to me sometimes, which is awesome, <laughs> he he lets me know when I do something wrong, and that's okay, because we can all grow. He's an awesome guy, he's an awesome singer, an awesome podcasting partner, couldn't be more thankful for you, buddy, just wanted to let you know that.
0: Well, thank you, I was not expecting any of that, and uh, that's really appreciated, and, uh, yeah, I, 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 it's funny cause you just put me over and you don't realize it, but I actually put you over on the Monday night huddle. Um, yeah. so, so, so look at us, you know, getting all yeah. sentimental with each other.
1: Yes, definitely. And one more thing before we go, uh, not to just break the sentimental talk, but if you haven't listened to it already, gang battle from battleground podcast and an awesome interview with Eddie Kingston. Yes, he uh, did. It was amazing to listen to. I've always wanted to talk to Eddie Kingston because of just who he is. You see Eddie Kingston on TV. That's the Eddie Kingston in real life too. Mm-hmm. Um, one of our favorite uh, superstars, wrestlers in the world. And we would love to talk to Eddie at some point. Um, but if you haven't listened to it, Battleground podcast, talking to Eddie Kingston. Awesome stuff. Great job battle. Great job to all of you guys over there in all the podcast wrestling community. All right, tag gang. As always, that was our show for this week. If you like what you heard, please feel free to share on any of your social media platforms that you have and follow us on ours. Facebook, Twitter. Keith's always running the Twitter, running his mouth, taking names, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. And email us at mixtagshow at gmail.com for any questions, comments, concerns you might have about our program. Please let us know. We are very interested in what you have to say. From the wrestling encyclopedia and three-time 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 indian league wrestling champion mr keith white i'm the cowboy jared watson we are